0: Hey, it's Mark K. Welcome to the Mark K. Show Pre-Show Podcast. That's actually not even the title. It's actually just, hold on. The show's so new, by the way. I haven't even. I don't even know the name of it. It's the Mark K. Pre-Show Podcast. There we go. I got it. And uh, and like I said, we've only this is our fourth episode. We only started it last Wednesday, but people seem to be clamoring for it. Everyone seems to really enjoy it. We've already gone international. Um, Peru, shout out to Peru, Australia. I think somebody in Somalia downloaded this mug, so that's great, and we're gonna keep making it available in more and more places. And oh, get this! I'm a little annoyed because I wanted to up the quality because you know I'm recording this in my car, but uh, but I got a new micro. I got like a lavalier microphone online. It was really highly rated, and I plugged it in my phone, and I did almost. I you know I tested it first, but I did it a couple minutes, couldn't get it to work. Things sounded horrible. It was all scratchy, whatever. So I'm still just, still just recording on my phone. Um, Hey, Kay, Kay Saras, you know what, whatever. Uh, that's not important. It's all about the content. It's all about the content. And here's a couple of interesting things. First of all, to check back with Joe Biden's racist Supreme Court justice nominee. I read an interesting poll over the weekend from ABC News. So, you know, it's not a not a conservative-leaning poll at all. But the ABC News poll said, get this, something like 76% of Americans don't believe a Supreme Court justice should be chosen based on the color of her skin or the uh, body part she has, you know, between her legs. And I thought that was really, I mean, my first thought was, duh. But my second thought was, "Ah, well, look at that. Another poll where the majority of Americans disagree with Joe Biden. Another poll where the majority of Americans think Joe Biden's on the wrong track and doing something that's even more divisive and racist, so we'll get into, I'm gonna read that whole, I'll bring you all the details Like I said, I, I clipped it on my, uh, I clipped it on my feed I saved the link, I'm gonna read through it, we're gonna bring that to you today And then, this Spotify thing, speaking of podcasts So, Neil Young was the first old, aged, skeletal rocker To threaten to pull his music off of Spotify if they didn't cancel Joe Rogan And then Spotify said, peace, see ya And then, uh, and they threw him out Then it was Joni Mitchell and then over the weekend, Nils Lofgren, who is from the E Street Band. And what was that other... He was in another band. Crazy Horse. Uh, yeah, anyway. Nils, he's his old guitar player. He's been playing with Springsteen for like decades and decades and decades. And now he's threatened to hit, pull his mu- music off. So whatever. I guess before it really snowballed, Spotify decided they were going to do something about it. And now they're going to do like warning labels or whatnot. But the statement that Spotify put out is very interesting because they're definitely standing behind the Freedom of Speech podcasts. And basically, and they're not bringing these people back on, the Neil Youngs and whatever. They're just saying, okay, moving forward, here's what we're going to do. But Joe Rogan also released like a 10-minute video on Instagram. And I'll play you some clips from that because he's also saying, look, I'll do better at giving different viewpoints, but I'm not apologizing for any of my guests. I'm not apologizing for what I did or how I treat my body or what my stance is on any particular issue. So, yeah, the the freedom of speech movement continues, it appears, to be moving back the other way, where free speech and these voices, I mean, think about this. Look at the voices you have that are outspoken um, in favor of censorship. People like Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and Nils Lofgren. These are people you would literally have to Google to figure out who the hell they are. And in fact, I did have to Google Nils Lofgren just to make, get the correct spelling of his name. But these are people who are not prominent public figures. These are not people with a huge following or massive amounts of influence. These are again, a fringe group of people in the, in the public, in the creative space, ironically, who are calling for censorship. Oh, this is funny too. The Royals or the former Royals, the ex Royals, Megan and Harry, they demanded that Spotify also start censoring Joe Rogan, but because they have a big Spotify deal. But get this, Spotify is trying to get content from them, and they're not giving them anything. They pay these people like twenty million dollars for content. They got zip, zero, zilch content from these from these these well these people. And now Spotify had to go in, and, and they had to hire a whole bunch of producers just to go in and basically extract content. From the Royals, because they're basically just sitting around doing nothing, and then they have the audacity to just pop up and say, hey, I know that we took money from you. I know we haven't uh, filled our end of the bargain, but we'd also like to now uh, tell you what to do. It's really, to be a Royal, it's a a real special kind of arrogance that, uh, that I don't even think, like I'm arrogant at times, but I don't think I could be like Royal family arrogant. That is definitely... That is definitely something really unique, um, and then of course Canadian truckers, another huge story over the weekend. We talked about the Canadian truckers a lot last week, and we called to Canada. We talked to some people there. Justin Trudeau, who I've I've learned a lot of really unique nicknames for Justin Trudeau over. It's really kind of fun. Justin Trudeau. Um, a couple of the signs I saw from the protesters. One called him Justin Castrodo, like Castro, like Castrodo. Uh, and then another one called him Justin Turdrow, and then they drew his face on like you know the pile of poop emoji, which I thought was really creative. I'm like you know that's pretty, that's pretty creative, eh? But uh, the, the truckers descended on Ottawa, and it was so big, and it was so scary, and there were so many people there, and they were so hell bent on their freedoms and their liberty and their rights and their 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 protest, and they don't and they wanted to stick it to this dude so much that he fled. He, like, left. They moved him to a secret, secure location, him and his family, because he was scared of truckers. He was scared of his own people. And this is this is exactly kind of the thing that happens when real tyrants are petrified when the people stand up. And when the people stand up, you take away all their power. As long as he's sitting in parliament making these dictates and these, the, you're know, putting forth these tyrannical vaccine mandates, and as long as he's in parliament safe and secure... And just out there, you know, uh, you know, in front of the cameras, calling his citizens a fringe group and crazy and saying they don't care about Canada and Canadians and all this other BS. As long as he's doing that, he's okay. But when the people say, hey, we're here, we want to talk to you, we demand an audience, then uh, they flee because they know that they're no match for that. Another really interesting thing is about the trucker or this one trucker that I that I saw interviewed. This guy, I I don't have his name or anything, but he was a trucker and they interviewed him and they said, hey, uh, why are you part of this? And he said, look, I go back and forth between the borders of Canada and the United States three times a week. This is how I make my money. And they told me I had to get vaccinated and I was forced to get vaccinated. Otherwise, I was going to lose my livelihood. I wouldn't be able to feed my family. I wouldn't be able to pay my mortgage. He's like, look, this is my job. And when they came to me and said, You've got to get vaccinated, I just got vaccinated. I didn't want to do it, I had to do it. Now, that's important to remember because what Justin Trudeau and Parliament and Joe Biden, all these other all these other Nazis all over the world are doing, is they're they're throwing these numbers out. Even Justin Justin Trudeau and the even the Canadian Truckers Alliance came out and said, Look. Uh, 90% of our truckers are vaccinated, so this isn't an issue. Well, yeah, they're vaccinated because you held a gun to their head. You know, you robbed their bank, basically. You said you're going to die impoverished or get vaccinated. So those numbers do not hold water. If you force a group of individuals to do something and then try to use that data to say, look, all of our truckers support the vaccines. No, they support eating. They support not having to live on the streets, you bastards. So um, I want to talk a little bit about that today, too, because that's something that you see a lot of in government. Forced acceptance and then a marketing campaign where they use the numbers of people who are vaccinated and say, see, everybody's all about it. There's a lot of people out there who are vaccinated and pissed off. There's a lot of people out there who are vaccinated and angry and there's a lot of people out there who are vaccinated not because they wanted to or they believe it's the best thing for them because they were coerced. So don't let the Canadian government or the American government or the CDC or Dr. Fauci or any of these other tool bags tell you, well, there's massive support. There's not. Anyway, that all that and so much more on the Marque Show today. It all starts at noon Eastern, uh, 11 Central. Any other time zone, you do the math. And, um, and we look forward to having you join us. All right. Bye-bye.